millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is your official spoiler warning. If you've not seen Critical Thinking and you're not familiar with the story of those Miami high school boys playing chess and maybe you know if you've not seen the film and you and you also don't know the true story Mm. and you don't want to know the true story of the inspiring I mean it's a genre yeah you know where it's going yeah you can you can if you see the cover of this film (laughs) you know what happens in this movie broadly Broadly. unless unless maybe you know there could be there's one or two, like, it, it maybe it, it's either going to be a happy ending or it's going to be a cool runnings, happy framing yeah. of a complex ending. Yeah. They come one first or second, two, let's be honest. They either come first or they lose, but it was never about winning in the first place. It's one of those two things. If you don't want to know which of those two things happen, <laughs> then get the fuck out of here. You've been spoiler warned. Peace. I hate the word. I don't- Hello everybody and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizamarama. This is a podcast where each week myself and my friend chat about Johnny Legs and everything that he has ever been in, but we also just kind of share our feelings on our lives and what we've been up to, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. Um, it's like therapy mm. for Zach and I. And mm. it's also just where we catch up. Um, we're very good friends, but we don't hang out outside of this podcast very often mm. because of our busy schedules. Mm. Um, my name is Mish Wittrup. You might know me from learning how to play chess when I was probably around about eight years old. Good. And I used to play with my dad or my sister for around about a one-year period. And then I never played again, but I reckon I remember it. I'm joined, as always, by my friend, Zachary Thomas Ruane, who, hey, you may know him from... Only getting one episode through that Aunt Anya Taylor-Joy chess TV show because Anya Taylor-Joy wasn't in it. And also, wait. Which she one? wasn't in the first episode. Are we talking about Queen's Gambit? Yeah, Queen's Gambit. She wasn't because in the first episode. She wasn't? Who's this? You can talk. We'll intro you. Let's, in, let's do the intro and then let's talk about Queen's Gambit. <laughs> Yeah, no. Which actually is also, kind of on topic because it's you a chess talk. thing. Your name is in the title of this pod. People know that you're here. Okay. Um, we are joined this week by a very special guest. Mm-hmm. I'm like genuinely mildly obsessed with her. Stop. Oh, I am. Yes. And no, but I'll explain why. It's not, no. it's, it's not that creepy. It's like um, an early 90s thing. Yeah. Early 90s yeah. Uh, single, what's Move that? into my apartment. Yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. I just want to be friends. <laughs> Good. <laughs> So well dressed. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's no, not like you that. Two, so <laughs> it's not like that. It isn't single white female. Single white female. That's the name. Of it's the not film. like that. It is a genuine respect for a colleague and friend. Yeah, great. Anyway, Love that. Um, she is like genuinely the one of the best comedians I have seen in the last few years. Ah, good. Truthfully. 
Her friend, no, her Melbourne Comedy Festival show won the Golden Gibbo Award while she had COVID. She didn't even finish her run and she won the award. Now, the Golden Gibbo for our non, like, comedy fans is the best independent show of the comedy festival. Yeah. It's which a big is huge. Deal. Which it's is like huge. Deal. She's doing her circles around Melbourne at the moment, doing all the comedy rooms, and she's <laughs> killing it dressed as a slug. Which no, is a, it's, it's a breakdown. I'm having a breakdown. Yeah, People but what a fucking beautiful breakdown. <laughs> um, she's got two shows coming out for Melbourne Fringe Festival. So if what? You're in Melbourne, two, two of them. <laughs> Which is psycho. She's got two of them oh for Melbourne God. Fringe Festival. So if you're in Melbourne, you have to go see them. There's Juniper Rising, Rising and to Chappelle. And back. And back. And I'm so fucking excited. Welcome to the show. Oh, also, oh, she oh, can wow. be added to the list of people who enjoy fucked TikToks. Joined by Zach Ruane, Jen Fricker and Redown. I send her all my fucked TikToks. It's our time. I love them. And I love them. Thank you for joining us, Alex. Thank you for that introduction. No, no, it's not a problem. <laughs> I met Alex this year. And oh almost God. immediately on our first meeting, we both realised that we're obsessed with prison wife TikTok. Prison wife TikTok. And I felt so alone in it yeah. beforehand because it was like one morning I was How up until... How apropos. Because yes. they feel alone. And they... And honestly, they do. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll break your heart. I can't. I, I, I deleted, I deleted uh, TikTok. It's like pokies oh in your God, pocket. Oh, my God, did you? Yeah, I deleted every, I, like, once a week I delete it for a couple of days. Oh, okay. It's like, you know, like I sent you how some... you quit cigarettes all the time. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Was that, was that hard? <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, <laughs> no, good. Keep going, man. No, no, <laughs> every time you quit, you get a little bit more quit. I don't know. The no, phrase. it's all right. I still hide the fact that. I shouldn't be talking about the fact that I'm a smoker, but I am 34, so it is okay. No, you did quit. You're doing good with this. Like, I am. I you, quit. You've quit. I had one just before, but I have quit. <laughs> Where is it? When was the last cigarette? About 45 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> well, every minute you don't smoke a cigarette, your body is healing, that's I think, it. is the slogan. Every yeah. time you quit, you get closer to quit, the proper quit. Yeah, that's, that's it. true. Um, but we, I reckon that Alex and I had been speaking for all of thir- genuinely all of thirty seconds before we discovered this, and mm-hmm. then we were lost to the rest of the room. I love that. I love what I love Absolutely. more than anything is that how do the conversations go mm. when like if you if it took the two of you thirty seconds to figure out you both love prison wife prison, TikTok. Yeah. How does every other conversation go with people that aren't fans of prison wife TikTok? Because you must bring it up within 30 seconds with all of them as well. Yeah. I actually don't remember how it even, how did it come, how does that organically come I don't, up? I think okay, I was I talking. I get it, I feel it. I was talking to it. So okay, we, were, no. we were doing a room, we were doing a comedy room and I think someone else in the room mentioned something about TikTok and I said, I don't post on TikTok, I just watch fucked TikToks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're like, what? And I'm like, well, really... I watch a lot of fucked um, sexy cowboy TikTok. So th- this is how long ago it was. Real podcast, true Leguizamarama fans will know that sexy cowboy TikTok was probably around about five or six months ago. For me. For me. Um, So I was talking about sex. And I'm like, also, currently there's this prison wife thing. And Alex just was just like, sorry, what? Wow. And I was like, oh, God. Um, Oh, my God. Golden Gibbo winner Alex Hines. Um, (laughs) Prison wife TikTok. I don't know. It's not even a big deal. And she was just like, oh, my God. I fucking (laughs) love prison wife TikTok. It's a huge deal, in fact. What is it you love about prison wife TikTok? What is prison wife TikTok? <laughs> no, because so before we had had that conversation, I'd been up until like literally and multiple mornings, 4 a.m., 
3 a.m., 5 a.m. And I'm just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so because you you get a taste mm -hmm. of this, of a story. It's it's honestly, it's everything. Don't yeah. I love it. No, no. I'm, I'm, and I just I'm, might cry yeah. because it is. <laughs> it's like forbidden love or like not forbidden love but hard. Is it the, hard is it the women that marry the man meets them over the letters or is it okay. the they go to prison after they get married what's the or pick both? your poison yeah, yeah. Right. it's all of them because see here's the crazy gender divide here i don't know prison wife tiktok but i'm a huge fan of just got out of prison tiktok <gasps> okay Ooh, so, i also yeah. was into that yeah. might have been my gateway yeah because that's my big thing is like this is what we th you know a packet of ramen is like 25 million dollars and um I did this bad. Th okay, you're asking, what did I do? This is what I did. I feel bad about it. Mm. Why am I out now? Because I met a, la a lady. They always have met a lady. Yeah. <laughs> that, no, and because actually this is where it started. Do you know the show Oz? It was like yeah. HBO's mm. like yeah. first. Yeah, great. Okay, I don't know how old I was. Maybe mm. 16. Mm -hmm. But I went to Blockbuster. Stop. Mm. I'm showing my age. But I went to Blockbuster and got the box set. Ripped through Oz so much that my mom was like concerned about my safety. <laughs> and I got to the point where I was like looking around and I was like, toothbrush, you wrap that in glad wrap, grind it on the cement, that's a shiv. It, like, because they talk to you about how to you make weapons. Yeah, yeah, they tell you and in then the show and you heat it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And you make, oh, see, she knows. <laughs> I've seen Oz. <laughs> yeah, I've she not knows. Seen Oz. Oh my God, I've obsessed. Not, I, um, oh, no. you would love Oz. Uh, I'm yeah. sure I would. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, since then, fascinated with prison. And then when when TikTok on TikTok, there was TikToks mm. inside of prison. And I was like, yeah, show me what it's like in yeah. there. You know, like I mm. want to like, and then, and then I got onto the, onto these stories of these women who were like, met my man when he was inside. Wow. Y'all will never know the struggle. And they're crying mm. and they get colouring in pictures sent to them. Yeah, because they can't send a lot of stuff back and forth, but they can send letters. So all these prisoners become like artists and will send them like, this is my new tag and like graffiti tag and be like, this is for you, baby. One guy got this girl's name, like did a stick and poke tattoo on his face. Do you see that one? No. Yeah. He got um, <laughs> on his face, he stick and poke tattooed this woman. And she's just like, I love you, honey. Like, I miss you. They're it's a so fascinating like, type of person. The best ones are the letter ones because they're, they're people who have, it's called write a prisoner, pen yes. pal prisoner or something. Yeah. And they write to prisoners. They go on a website. They see them all. They then choose to write to one. And then they write back and forth until they fall in love. And that becomes their life. And then they create TikTok accounts that are just about wow. writing to the. And they're like, and the best, the, the reason you fall into such big holes is because now you need to know everything. Mm. Why is he in there? How long is he in there for? Is he ever going to get out? Like, and, and that's why you then follow these people's lives. Wow. Also, because TikTok just tell it just like it's like you like to you like the taste of this. Now you gorge. Yeah, all yeah. oh, the algorithm. Now, oh, the Absolutely. Algorithm. Doesn't it love that? She's like, oh, you. This was something you found mildly interesting. Now I give it to you. Mm. Yum yum yum. Mm. Now you're addicted to prison wife. Mm. This is my thoughts on TikTok. <laughs> no, but it's true. So it is, yeah. my thoughts on um, Queen's Gambit oh. is you see her a little bit at the top. <laughs> No, she is not in the first episode, you say. It's a, it's a kid. It's like a little she's kid. she's a baby. Because it's like oh, it flashes yeah. back. And I 
Same reason I couldn't get behind. What was that movie with Carrie Mulligan and um, Andrew Garfield? I hate Carrie Mulligan. No, was you hate Carrie Mulligan? You can. You're allowed to. Don't. I actually love her. There's too much negativity in the world. Carrie and I know. No, you're Carrie's listening. not listening. <laughs> Carrie Mulligan. It's just like Wasama. I mean, I know you're listening, and I take it back. No, what don't no, you can? I get it. What What don't you like about Carrie Mulligan? Is it just the whole vibe? Yes, okay. I'm just you know anything she does. Mm. I'm like I could literally name ten people who could have done that better. Promising young woman, totally miscast. Florence <gasps> Pugh, absolutely, oh, would have. But mm. I'm just I just always think someone could have done that better. That's fair. I think she's always. I don't I'll I say it's pathetic. Tr- wow. Oh, whoa, throwing <laughs> down. Wow. I, I, I want to let it be known that Promising Young Woman, I loved that film. I yeah, loved, I loved it. Too. I actually directed loved it too. By, written and directed by Camilla Parker Bowles. But I don't want Alex to go down alone. <laughs> I can't, I don't like Shane West, and we've discussed it on the podcast. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go down with the Shane West. I vote. think, I don't think there's, <laughs> no, it's fine. Ma- I don't think there's as many people going to come feel, for you uh, for yes. Shane West. I feel as though from, you're like, I'm with you, Alex. Alex, but you know, I'm pushing you. I'm with you. Don't worry. This actor, no one really thinks about that much. I am not a fan. You're you're tearing at one of the most like lauded actors of our generation. uh, Don't worry. I'm going to back you. I'm going to. Hey, and actually, in the the spirit of wish, I'm going to say I'm. I don't think Vanilla Ice is the best rapper, and I'm willing to put that on the record. Fuck, man. Throw it down. I never I, should have said it. I shouldn't have said it. Straight up. But Ian don't. Huey Hewitson, I don't think he can cook that good. Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying. The finger licking. I'm going to put it out there. wearing. I'm going to just say it right yeah, here, right now. Yeah. I, I think that Healthy, Wealthy and Wise is an okay TV show. Yeah. I don't think it's that great. Okay, yeah. and I think I'm understanding this joke and I'm going to say it. Kate Blanchett sucks. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Okay. Um, Whoa. <laughs> is that it? Did I get it right? <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm just oh. joking. That's a tough one. That's one that's going to come back to Kate. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I don't mean Kate, and I know you're listening, Kate, girl. we know you're listening, dog. <laughs> if Kate Blanchett was listening to this podcast, I would wet myself. Oh, that Kate. would be insane. Kate Blanchett, if you're listening to if this podcast. If you are listening, Katie. God, I'd love to chat. I would love to chat. I'd love to chat. She doesn't want to talk to you. You just said how much you hate her. You've ruined her career. I would love to pick your brains, mm. um, Kate Blanchard, about how oh. can I get on that STC stage? Yeah. Because I'm doing so many independent productions. Mm. Um, but how do I get on the main stage? What yeah. do I have to do? Because mm-hmm. I did that open audition after I finished at uni. Yeah. What can I do? I did that too. Have you got, I didn't have you got headshots? Have you got headshots? I up? do have headshots, um, but I didn't want to spend that money. Like some of the, they were asking for like $400. So I got my friend Max to take oh, it. Well, there it is. <laughs> That's <laughs> why you're not on the stage. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to throw, throw it out there potentially. Cause mm. from, I just remembered something. What? Is it possible you didn't watch Queen's Gambit because it hit number one on Netflix Australia the same when, when Auntie Donna hit number two? Oh, wow. Because in that top ten, you Ooh. were number two and Queen's Gambit was it just, you happened to be released the same week as Queen's Gambit. Did we not get to number one? No, you got oh, to number, wow. sorry, to, sorry to break that to you. Wow. wow. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed Queen's Gambit. 
I'm just going to say No, it. that hurt my feelings, what you just said there, Mish, but not the actual event, the fact that you brought it up. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, like I feel like you got to number one. I thought we got, no, we got Did you? I, I'll be honest, I wasn't monitoring it. Yes, yeah, so I was, could, but I can't remember. Uh, I reckon it was number one. No, it was top ten. It Queen's was Gambit 10. was number one. Yeah, no, we were just like psyched to be top ten. But um, <laughs> apparently that's not good enough. Apparently we now have to compete with 60, 70, 100 million dollar shows starring <laughs> the most beautiful woman in the world. Now that's now, that's the standard that Mish is putting my little, my little low budget comedy show up against. No, I love Well, sorry, Mish, that we weren't as big as the most beautiful woman in the world in a hundred million dollar show, Mish. I'm sorry. I figured that you were successful enough to not be phased by that. Oh, you don't get successful unless you are hollow. Anyone that is, <laughs> anyone that is full and complete gets a normal job. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Um, no, no, uh, nothing to do. I don't not watch shows out of bitterness. I've never seen The Queen's Gambit as a competitor. <laughs> I mean, if that was the like standard I set for myself, I would. You know, I could never get into Succession because. It's good. <laughs> it's a good show, better than anything I've ever made. I will say the Queen's Gambit was a good TV show. Like I enjoyed it. Mm. Um, but I feel like there would be better movies about chess or TV shows about chess. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. And the reason I didn't watch it, also Camilla Parker Bowles, that reference to, yeah, I um, need to just address that. You very, do. Because I said yeah, it. What was that? I, well, I, did you not hear that I said that, um, I said that, uh. It was directed by Camilla Parker That show was directed by Camilla. But you were on a thing and I said it. I didn't realize you were on a thing and then you did your thing. And then I'm like, I can't just leave it there. The actress that played Camilla Parker Bowles in The Crown wrote and directed that film. Oh my gosh, yes. And I knew that. Yeah. Have you seen The Crown? Oh yeah. I have not. Oh. I really want to get into because it. Is it because they are in competition? Yeah. Yeah. Is it because? But I'm not going to. Is it because it was my direct competition? Is, when is it, it because it was number one in the top ten? Like when you were doing your when I was nominated when you were doing your uh, one woman show? Yeah, yeah, man. Because you know that wasn't like in contention because it. it wasn't Olivia a film. Can go I know. Fuck it was new season drops at comedy festival. People aren't buying yeah. tickets to Soy Fat White right. because they're watching with... Olivia Coleman. I sold it an eighty percent capacity, and that twenty percent belongs to Olivia Coleman, and I'm not okay with it. <laughs> um, no, I I just don't like. I struggle with shows. I sometimes struggle with things where where it's like I'm not. When they go to a flashback too early or when they start mm. with the kid actor. Well, I think, didn't they start? Oh, God. They again, started I've with her, like, taking a couple of druggies. Yeah, and yeah. then And then it was, like, enough for exactly, I think, my concern. They were like, yeah. here's a little bit of Anya. T- is it Anya or Anna? I don't know. Here's a little bit of her. No, no, no. And now we're just going to have a child actor for a whole hour. And I was like, I just don't think, I think we're forgetting the episode. Like, even though it's, you binge it, Mm. 
if you just did a whole hour without your lead actor, I just think That's you right. can't do that. Longer episodes, aren't they? I, mm. the, I do actually remember the first one being a struggle and, uh, and saying, like, you have to stick with it. And it's just like, I just... I agree. I just... It was... You know, do you remember the one, Never Let Me Go? That was the one about with Carrie Mulligan. That's now, it. The organ harvesting. The organ harvesting. Yeah, I knew it was something to do Spoiler with... Spoiler warning. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but it would have been disappointing for you because then the, the kid becomes an actor you don't like. <laughs> I mean, spoiler oh, warning. Oh, this fucking went to shit. Carrie Mulligan's in it. Spoiler warning. But, like, that movie, it, it has... Carrie Mulligan, Andrew Garfield, before Kira oh, Knightley. Hold on. Kira Knightley. What is this movie? Uh, Never Let Me Go. Um, no, and this is all. Everyone was sick of Kira Knightley, but they weren't sick of Andrew Garfield or Carrie Mulligan me. yet. <laughs> you, see, yeah, you are cra- You are topsy turvy. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> but then they were in it. This amazing cast. This like really cool, mm. young, beautiful British cast. And then they're they're not in it for like. Forty-five minutes. It's like now to an and hour then. of the movie. Yeah, and now and then it's like you might just want to watch a Demi Moore and Rosie O'Donnell film, but they're only in it for the first five minutes. But at least they and put the they... kids on the fucking cover of the video. Yeah, so you do know that Christina Ricci yeah. and Rosie O'Donnell. You don't know they're the same person. What a twist. Now and then. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You've not seen Now and Then? Okay, because, no, wait. Am I thinking of, is this true? Is there a television series called Now and Then and there was a villain who who put poisonous gas into eggs? And <gasps> What are you talking oh about? Oh, my God, Zach, wait, do you wait, know wait. what I'm talking poisonous about? Poisonous gas into that's, eggs. That's, I'm just showing Alex a photo of the movie. That's Now and Then. You've seen this, right? Never seen it, no. What year were you born, if you don't mind me asking? 2000. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you and are twenty-two. Whittle me, whittle me. Was born in two thousand and thirty-four. No, nineteen ninety. Oh, oh I yeah. should totally have seen yeah, that. But one I was then. in Brisbane. Oh, okay. But <laughs> you were just seeing strip. <laughs> we just didn't get it there. Yeah, yeah. You were just, you <laughs> we just get, get were getting. Uh, I was just watching Oz. Water Girl, <laughs> Water Girl, Water and girl Oz. And Oz. <laughs> Um, now and then, do you know what I'm talking about with the eggs? The guy with the eggs. And the, the guy had the big jaw and, and there was a now high... Co- Dennis Haysburg. Now and again, maybe. We, is it a thrillery type? The eggs, the gas in eggs is so familiar. What yes. the fuck Now, here's what I remember. Mish. Mish, I think you're going to be the key to this. I'm pr- now, I might be thinking of a different show, but I was remember a show. A show. Yeah, it had a really a high show. concept. It was a very high concept show. The lead had a really big jaw. Yeah. Kids like, show? Think, no, no. Think Rob Lowe, but bigger jaw. Yeah. Okay. Right? And I'm pretty sure the guy training him, he, like he was the protege of, I think, a Dennis Haysbert. Okay. And, and now that I think about it, it might have been called Now and Again. And I think I can hear the songs like, Now and Again. And it was egg, something. Egg, it was the egg. So, and I, because it just had like a, a time travel or a future. Some sort of time, because I'm getting like 24, like the clock in 24, but that's not it in was this. The, it but was it, of it that era. And there was flipping. Like I remember okay. he was like really fit. Now and again. I've have looked you it up. Googled Dennis Haysbert. <laughs> okay, I've looked it up. Um, I found it. I have never seen this show before in my life. <laughs> and it was called Now and Again. It's oh called Now gosh. and Again. And I don't what recognize this thing. All right, I'm just going to read the blurb. For that, how good was my memory? Really good. From, from I don't recognize them at gas all. Gas in Eggs, I then got, look at that big Jordan. Yeah, that's. Look the, at that Dennis And Haysburg. Rob Lowe is the perfect, like, yes, saying Rob Lowe but with now. a bigger jaw. 
Yeah, no, I remember her. I remember her from Princess Diary. Yeah. The Princess Diary. Yeah, and she's from Welcome to the Dollhouse as well. But, um, okay, so I'll just read the blurb for now and again real quick. and then this is the most you show ever. I've never even heard of it. I've never seen it. I have no idea what this is about. Middle-aged insurance exec Michael Wiseman finds himself dead. Oh, yes, that's it. I hate when you find yourself Uh-oh. dead. I hate it. Uh-oh, I'm dead. Then gets involved in a secret government experiment that requires his brain tissue. However, his refusal to give up his family from his past life has proven more challenging than anyone had anticipated. That sounds a bit like Spawn. Oh, my God, Amazing. Spawn the movie. Yeah, Johnny Lux is in that too. Lo- oh, my gosh, is he? Yeah, he's the, the clown. clown. Well, Johnny, if you're listening, <laughs> I loved that movie. <laughs> It was like the naughty movie when I went to Dad's house. Yeah, yeah. That's a dad <laughs> film. Dad shares with his daughter. Bit of daddy-daughter bonding watching Spawn. <laughs> we'll watch Spawn. <laughs> I've never heard of this show At before. At least you could have done a show, show you fucking Now and Again starring Christina Ricci. Now and Again. That's crazy. The, the, the creator of Now and Again is some guy named Glenn Gordon Karen who also directed Picture Perfect. Just fun. We fact. didn't get to the plot, so so so. And I don't remember any of this plot. Sounds so totally it was John foreign. Goodman, right? John Goodman. What? All right. Here's the story as I remember it, as I'm trying to piece it together. John Goodman, Goodman. my John Goodman. Who's John Goodman? John Goodman of Roseanne. <laughs> oh my God, he was in this. He was in the pilot, and he was in Flashback. As in Coyote Ugly. Yeah. He yes. finds himself <laughs> yeah, dead. He finds himself dead. John Goodman does. Yeah. And then Oh my gosh. He go and then he goes into the they put his brain in the body of sexy Rob Lowe type. When was this show yeah. created? And then yeah. Dennis Haysbert. Is it Dennis Haysbert or am Dennis I Haysbert. completely off the money with it being No, it is Eric, Dennis Haysbert. It is. Oh yeah. President in twenty four. The president in twenty four. I've Senator. never seen him before. Twenty four, that's why I was- Dennis Haysbert. I know oh, you'd know him from stuff. No, I've seen him before. He was the president oh. in 24. He's How good's 24? Very <laughs> Dennis Haysbert. You are fat. Look, this. we've got a guest in here. Knows now and again. Knows 24. Knows Dennis Haysbert. And in fairness to you, I, I am a real film bomb. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. The, I've never seen Dennis Haysbert in my life, but he's very hot. No, he is in that something is I reckon you've seen. one of the sexiest men I've oh, ever yeah, seen he's in like, my life. He's got a Going real... back to his he used to, He played yeah, the senator and then the president in 24. What else has he been in? He's, I can't even Oh, he was in a movie I saw recently called No Exit, a, a horror film on the Disney um, streaming service that was not good. He's also in a movie that I really want to watch that I've... That, with um, Close to Heaven, I think it's called. Oh, far, far, from from heaven. Heaven. far From Heaven. Far From Heaven. Which I really want to watch because I love uh, I love Julianne, Julianne Moore. Moore. Well, oh now I have to watch Now and Again and we have to start a podcast about it. Oh, because my God. I feel so, like... So, but where's the eggs coming in? Because I can't remember what any of what you're like saying. The, the villain. And he was... <laughs> he had an oxygen thing It on. might have been a season finale. It only had one season. It, that might have been like a... Um, Maybe he was the guy that killed him. I think he was. He had an oxygen. I remember an oxygen tank and a. Yeah, and he would put. And his wheel getting wheeled yeah. around. And I think he was like the big bad, and we never found out who it was. But because he, they didn't get renewed for it was another only one season, season of one the show. season, and because the mm. only people watching it was me in Victoria and Alex <laughs> up in Queensland, <laughs> and I had to turn it off because I had to watch Oz Soap yeah. season two. Yeah, you can't watch it anywhere. There's nowhere to. Of course you can't. It. It's called, It's now and again. 
the only two oh people that no. remember remember the egg gas and and Dennis Hayes. The first episode is on YouTube. The first episode is on YouTube. Okay, and that's what it's all about. The pilot was really the key. Okay. And what I think well, what John needs Goodman to happen is now and again, again, where one of us finds ourselves dead, and they have to use <laughs> our brain tissue to go back. And watch the show wow. oh, that's to bring good. it back yeah. to the now again. Yeah, that's amazing. now again, and that, and then it'll be called and now again. again, now again, and, and again. again with Alex Hines. <laughs> <laughs> and mate, I'm like, I'm so obsessed with trying to remember the details of this film because there was also a terrible memory. a show that came out at a similar time about like being able to go back in time seven days, and I think I'm merging them in my. Do you remember the Back in Time Seven Days show? Back in time. There was like a show days. where they're like, um, we've got a time machine, but it only can only send you back. It's such a... Have I, I ever seen hike. television? I've never seen I've any never of I've never heard shit. of this I've one. Seen, yeah, because I loved all the ones that got one season and what were in the that? summer. So this was like, and this is the most like network TV bullshit ever. The whole thing was like they could, they'd made a time machine, but it could only go back in time like... X amount of time and then for some reason they would only ever like turn it on just so it'd be like someone blew up this building it was always a terrorist someone blew up this building we're going to send you back but we can only send you back to like 12 hours before it happened and then you've got to figure out real quick who mm. did it and stop it before it happens what is the it sounds familiar it sounds great I'd love to go back I could have done so much more in the last 12 hours if I could relive oh it oh my god don't you're giving me a panic attack yeah how good's a quick back in time just a quick one would be great what was that one with um uh Donnie Darko where he went back in time onto the train I feel like Source I've never code. seen a that film. That was a movie. I don't, I don't feel like I've ever seen I'm a thing in my life. I'm thinking of Looper, but that's different. Oh, I didn't care <clears> for that one. I was thinking of the no. time travel. And if you're life. listening. Bruce Willis, and we know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> we have all of the famous people. You know what I loved spot. about Looper? And then we, <laughs> I loved about Looper was how Bruce Willis clearly just fucking refused to come to halfway oh. with the prosthetics. Yeah. And there's a sequence in Looper where I think we've talked about this on yeah, this podcast, we have. where he becomes Bruce Willis, and it's so mm. the jump because it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, I love it! I love Looper. Looper. I've so also silly. never seen Looper. No, you really, nothing. Looper. I feel like I'm usually like, no, I've seen that. No, I get real cocky about it, and right now I feel like a real dumb cunt. Okay, what about Jumper? Do you know the one where Hayden Christensen goes? What? He goes. <laughs> have you seen this? Do you know? I've watched the first. You know? What? No. Oh my it. god, Mish! I've not. I've never seen this. Imagine, Mish. You can go surfing in Hawaii, get a <laughs> dinner in France, oh, and then you. hang out on the pyramids all in one day. Oh, that's wow. what Hayden god. Christensen does in the first fifteen minutes of Looper, and that's all I've seen. And Looper I think or that jumper. might be the trailer word for word right now. That's <laughs> actually the really good stuff. <laughs> I watched it very Jumper recently. or oh, Looper? Truly. Jumper. Oh. oh wait. Yeah, jumper. Jumper. Yeah, Looper, get them confused. Looper, different. Different, different. Okay. And then like <laughs> Samuel confused. Jackson's going around killing the jumpers. Oh yeah, and it's, and you see, and I'm gone. I don't remember it. But I I just remember. Samuel Jackson's in it. Yeah, Jumper, yeah. I love him. But it's really cool because they're like they can yeah jump from place to place, uh, as the name would indicate. How can they do that? Are they special? I don't know. They it's I and it's like honestly and I and it's blank. I, I, <laughs> I just know that they can do it. I'm reading a book. Oh, wow, well, you know, trying you an know, audio uh, book. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm to listening an to a book. Um, and uh, I, it, it, I don't know if I'm going to finish it. 
That's fair. But <laughs> this audio book I'm listening to, it's written in like the 50s. It's a sci-fi. Sorry, Mish. And oh. They can jump in it. They can do the jumper thing in it. Oh, right? right. Everyone in the world can like jump to places, right? Mm-hmm. And anyone and everyone can jump. And it's really funny because in this book, it's, that's one layer mm-hmm. of a book where lots happens. Mm-hmm. And then I love that someone was like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a movie and only the jumping. <laughs> and honestly, it slaps. <laughs> imagine, Mish, like surfing in Hawaii and then... <laughs> Oh, that's very funny. Like, that is literally verbatim the trailer, I think. I'm like so impressed. I'm more impressed by that than I am by the actual <laughs> jumping. <laughs> oh, very Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good. We should do the yes um, blurb, shouldn't we? Yes. Okay, blurb. Let's do the blurb. Critical Thinking is a biographical drama film loosely based on the 1998 US National Chess Champions from Miami Jackson High School, the first inner city team to win the championships. Apparently, in 1998 in Miami, students could attend an elective chess class in high school. Pretty cool. <laughs> this class is run by Mario Martinez, played by Johnny Legs, a passionate teacher who froths for chess. All he wants is to send his students to the national championships, but the principal is a total bitch who makes it really hard, makes it as hard as possible for them. Also, it's not really her fault because they just don't have the funding, which sucks, but really she is just the messenger. I reckon she'd give them money if she could. His students, most of whom have been raised on the poverty line, share Mr. Martinez's passion for chess and absolutely smash the competition, raising the money they need to make, to make it to nationals where they ultimately win. Spoiler! Um, a film both directed and starring John Leguizamo, Critical Thinking was supposed to premiere at South by Southwest Film Festival in March 2020, but because some cunt ate a bat, the festival was cancelled. Or and a the pangolin. Film... Yeah, we don't know. Um, the film was released was pushed back to September because the film festival was cancelled. Mm. Also, please remind me to tell you a fun fact about the casting director of this film. Well, I'm happy to <clears throat> jump right into that. I'd love to hear it. All right, why not? Uh, I got to the end of this movie when I was watching it this morning on Foxtel. Shout out to my my partner's dad. Who Shout out to Foxtel. We, uh, yes. Thank you, we Foxtel. love Foxtel we love on this Foxtel. We love We love them. all of the Murdoch press here at Lake <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we, and we know you're listening. <laughs> we know you're listening, <laughs> Murdoch. <laughs> We know what you did and, you know and what? we know you're listening. We know you're listening. <laughs> and because we know you're listening, we think you're great. Like, you're fine. Um, no. Uh, so I finished the movie and I was like, great. I'm, I'm going to look up the other actors in this film because I'm like, I don't fucking recognise any of them. And as I was, um, the credits were rolling as I was looking it up, I just glanced up at the credits rolling because I never read the credits ever. You know, people are like, I want to know who did oh, the costumes. Yeah. I never read. Fuck that. You can Google that shit. But um, I, I, I glanced up. And I just, all of a sudden, just saw Leguizamo's name. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, and I looked, and just under, as it was scrolling through, casting director, Emily Leguizamo. And I was like, what? I was like, okay, is like, I don't know if Leguizamo is a common name. I was like, I don't think it is. And that's a very odd coincidence. So I looked her up. 
never done anything else before, right? Mm. She's on, I think she's done one other short film, but she was the casting director of this mm. film, and it's his niece. Wow. Yeah. After much, much I got on it. I found her on Instagram. Oh, yeah. I thought I it would be a go... fun fact, like you auditioned for something once. No, his niece was the casting director. He got, I'm, I'm assuming, got his niece a job on this film. As the yeah. casting director. Casting direction. It's a big job. I know. Casting director. I would like, I would like <laughs> give my niece, like, I don't know, like a... Coffee run. Coffee run. <laughs> I might get, yeah. My guess is because we know that Johnny Legs is a workaholic, a perfectionist, d- never stops working, is that he probably had a big hand. Because this oh, is not he, a casting he direction. He got a puppet yeah. as a casting And he got someone who's like, you know what, you can join me with this. Like yeah, I just right. did a thing recently and I don't think we – God, this is going to be bad if we did. I, I don't think we got a casting director because I don't think – sometimes you don't need a casting director. You did it yourself, right? Yeah, when you know people, you know, you can just sort yeah. of, you know, casting director. But if you've got a, if you're making a movie where you need five <laughs> young people, like based young on actors, real. based mm. on real, people. very specific, like that's a movie that I would say, like, so Emily Leguizamo, if you did that on your own, mm. I think good for you. Like, and- <laughs> Impressive. I would just say, I think there is a very good chance that Emily could be listening. And if you are, Emily, we think you're awesome. No, like quite legitimately. <laughs> yeah. No credits other than this film? No, nah, not really. I think one other, one short film. Because sometimes, sometimes, you know, there's I'm so accus- worried I got this wrong. Accusations of nepotism Fact. and stuff. Check. But I feel like he just would have been like, are you fucking kidding me? I got the best casting director in the world in my family. Yeah. There you go. They're not easy to find people. So what did she do? A short, a short film and yeah. then bang. Yep. Yeah. Another thing oh, was go called. girl. Let's have a look. Maybe he helped. It's very he impressive. Court Night Live. A and TV she series. was the casting director. She was a production manager on that. And she was a casting director a production of this film. Manager. She did no. casting on this film and then she also was in it as the second reporter. I didn't see the second reporter. So there you I go. only saw the first. Yeah, I only saw one reporter in that oh, film. Oh, the car wash. Yeah. Yeah. That's one. No, there was another one at the Nationals, out the front. It was like, Because oh, yeah. I was like, if it's the car wash reporter, like one of the boys like looks at her bottom, I wonder if Leguizamo would have been like, cut. Mm. Fucking do that again, cunt. <laughs> yeah. I'll fuck you up. I'm really worried like, I got it wrong. What do you mean? Did you did you, you just Google it? No, just because she's check. involved in that film, but that movie doesn't have a lot of listings on IMDb. Are you worried now that she was in the casting department yeah. but wasn't the casting director? Yeah. What does it say in her credit? Uh, production management under that film and then just a critical thinking in it as self. Does it have oh. casting? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think maybe I'm self? sorry. I kept digging this. Is no. In it as self, is she a reporter? I don't know. I think I fucked this up. No, that's okay. Oh no, Mish, this this podcast is not about the destination. It's about I the journey. I swear it said. I swear it said, casting Emily Leguizamo, and now I'm really paranoid. I did not do much research. I was like, what? I just looked up her name. I didn't look up what she did. But that's Emily, okay. if you're listening. You know, the good thing here is everyone's going to want to know the answer yeah. to this mystery. We have so like everyone's going to be googling. Emily. Yeah, the twelve. Emily. Yeah, Emily. Emily. We have actually, I reckon, twelve's jumped up to about twenty since we did Mandalorian. Welcome. Welcome. Um, Welcome. Uh, 
Those 20 <laughs> listeners, Emily. I got Emily. a few DMs telling me that I was rude to you. I want you to know. So Is I'll this the sci-fi? Oh, really? Did you? What did they say? Just that they get it. They get it. I got one DM. I, I DM'd Mish yeah. about the Matrix. And saying you didn't get the Matrix either. I was, and, and do you know what? I didn't know I didn't get the Matrix. I was like, I was listening to the pod. A fan, of course. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Of course. And then, and, and I'm hearing Mish's side of the story. I'm like, girl, I get it. Girl, yeah. I get it. I've watched it, but I get it. And then you guys started talking about the sun being blocked out. And okay, I was maybe like, we went a little off where are we? Yeah. The, I knew that there was like a robot world and the real world, but this like sun being blocked out, that's, I was like, I'm gone. That yeah. stuff, I was just trying to give her the full picture. No, and I appreciate, I'm like, just like. Because I, I knew she it. was going to start coming at us with the, well, why are they using yes. humans? Why did yeah. they do? Why? So she is sitting to... right here and she would never come at you. You come at me sometimes. Fuck off. <laughs> Case in point. Case um, in okay, point. guys, I'm from a broken home and this is a lot. <laughs> I no, don't want to no. say triggered. But, but like, here's the thing. Here's the th- here's, in my defense, I need to make one defense of the sci-fi thing. Yeah, go on. They sent me a big long <laughs> message saying, saying, oh, Mish, I get it. I don't like these things either. And the only thing I've ever said to you, Mish, is you're t- perfectly welcome to not like these things. It's always flummoxed me when you say you don't get it because you get more complicated things than that. It j- I find it odd, you being as smart as you are, that can follow more complicated things than that mm. wh- just when it comes to one genre. It's a genre. It's such an odd <laughs> Thing. No, I don't, but I'm not alone because not only do we have Alex, but we got on our mission Zach, like mm-hmm. was Arma Rama message, messages mm-hmm. box, uh, a, a good handful, a good handful of people like, I'm right there with you, Mish. I didn't fucking get that film. Or, but they you- might not get other things, right? What I don't understand about you, because they might be stupid. You're not. <laughs> I'm being mean to half a bell. It's just right there when you say it. That's the thing I've just never been able to. It's like not like it. I get it. But when you're like, I don't get the Matrix. Oh, my God. I get it now. When you don't like it. I just don't want to get it. Often it's like yeah, that's Beatles. fine. I, I like didn't that. like it, so I stopped listening. Zach fine. has a, ten- right. Zach has a tendency. <laughs> yeah. Zach has I a tendency it. to start talking about Star Trek quite a bit in this podcast. Only of the last... Are you watching it now? Yeah, it's what I'm watching. Um, And so he'll start talking about it and I'll just, my brain just kind of glazes, like Mm. glazes over like a donut and I just don't, I just don't have the ability to take in anything you're saying when you talk about Star Trek. Mm. And I think it's just because maybe I've got some sort of fucked up trauma from my childhood around sci-fi, but I just can't take it in. Oh, you just don't like it. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. like that's it That's okay. And no, and then that's the other criticism I have. Not criticism is that you say you don't like sci-fi when two of your favourite movies are sci-fi. So maybe what you don't like is mm. bad sci-fi. Oh, mate, it's, I think... Well, I, 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 I wouldn't dare speak on behalf of you. <laughs> no, please. But I think I need to understand. Similar. I'm the bigot. I hate to. <laughs> <laughs> don't, I not to insert to myself here. Yeah. But I'm like, maybe it's the thing of when you feel like... You don't understand something. When 
I'll say it as I, so it's not an attack mm. on you. When I feel like I don't understand something and like, yes, I have the intelligence to understand, but like, I don't feel like I get it. I don't really want to get it. Mm. Then I feel like I'm not in the click. Mm. And I do feel like this with the Beatles. Um, oh, okay. Sorry. Carrie Mulligan, the Beatles. <laughs> so what, you Maybe don't like Kate the Beatles? Yet, we don't know. <laughs> no, wait, so I you, don't no feel, comment. you don't feel but, the Beatles? No, because okay. I never listened to them growing up. Yeah. I just like missed the boat with them. Mm-hmm. And then, and, but everyone else loves them. And I'm like, nah, hate it. Don't get it. Oh, s- seminal music. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, nah, don't get it. Because I just. I appreciate this. I'm going to throw it in there too. Yeah. I never got the appeal of the OC. I'm, oh. I'm... Okay. I hate to say you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I was with you on sci-fi, but this is fucked up. No, touching on the Beatles thing, I feel like every single person my age or the five years before and after my age Mm. have watched at the very least Mm. a season of that show. Of the OC. I watched one episode and was like, this is not a good show. Right. And then everybody else likes it and it makes it perhaps you feel a distance. Yes. An ostracism, a loneliness in the opinion. I am so lonely. Okay. Do you know what? I'm not criticizing you. <laughs> turn the you, microphones Mish. off. <laughs> you know, listening to you, Alex, I think I need to I need to clarify my place. I think when you said that thing about not liking it, not listen and feeling ostracized, I want to say, Mish, I, I want you to own it. I what I'm saying to you now, I'm trying to phrase this <laughs> right, but the Can OC thing has really phrasing. fucked me up. Can you please both of you need to stop <laughs> phrasing things as to not offend me. No, but it's you're, making no, sure you're that looking at me. You're doing these like puppy dog eyes. <laughs> like I go to say like, oh, hey, this is my bed. You're like doing these puppy dog eyes at me. No, so I, I can't feel help that. that. I can't help that. I'm adorable. I'm true. adorable. It's true. true. Um, no, what I'm trying to say is you do get it. You just don't care for it. But maybe you don't get it. And then that confuses me. It's not a criticism. I'm just like, how do you not get it? There's a scene where Morpheus explains well, it's like it. It's bo- okay, well, I'll just say what I thought. I'm like, this green and black, I'm tired of it. Green, black and grey. Where's the camp? Bring the colour. Yeah. The only thing I remember from that movie is the red dress, which is the whole point of The Matrix. It was like, you were yeah. looking at the red dress, whatever. Yeah. Or the red pl- red pill and blue pill. Because yeah. it's like colourful. Oh, my God, that's such a good pickup. Right? But everything else in that movie is just fucking boring. It's just like white and grey and black. I'm like, whatever. Sure. Like, totally disagree with you. I think you're wrong (laughs) and it's upsetting. But I'm like, yeah, let's have this conversation. (laughs) When you say I don't get it, I'm like... Well, what do I do but with that? Hey, well, I get it now. We did a whole episode. I get it now. Now that you get and, it. And Mark Bonanno found out. So oh, no. It's a very, I very quick backstory. This. Mark Bonanno sat me down about a year ago for one hour and tried to explain The Matrix to me and I couldn't understand it. At the end of the conversation, I said, oh, my God, thank you, Mark. I understand it. I lied to my friend Mark. After that episode came out, Mark found out that I didn't fucking understand what he'd said, that he'd wasted his Much time like on Carrie me. will find out about this. Contacted and know me. you're listening, girl. <laughs> Contacted me. It was just like, so I wasted a fucking hour of my Amazing. life on you. But Amazing. it wasn't a waste because in that moment yeah. you had a very good friend try to find a bridge to you and that yeah. means the world. It was a beautiful bonding moment And maybe moment he laid the foundation. Maybe yeah. you weren't ready then. 
but mm. you were ready come that episode. Mm. And, yeah. You know. So now here's what I here's the thing, Mish. Now that you know what the Matrix is about, mm-hmm. because we did we did what Morpheus does in the scene. Now that you know what it's about, if you go watch it and you come back and mm-hmm. you say, I didn't like that movie, great. We right. can have that conversation. I'll watch it with you because I think I hate it too. All right, cool. No, I don't want any like bad influences <laughs> in the room. Do you want a good? Do you, can I watch it with my partner who loves that film? Oh no, that's even worse. You want me to watch it? He'll bite? be like, "Shut up! This is good," and that'll make you hate it. And yeah, yeah, he does tell me to shut alone. up quite. Shut up! Shut up! This is the bit where the where the where the glass looks like wobbly. Oh my god! It's like I'm sitting next <laughs> to Matt. Um. Quick thing about critical oh, yeah, thinking. Oh, yeah. Emily, yeah. we miss you. <laughs> <laughs> so back to critical thinking. Um, I There's one little bit I just want to draw attention to because this always happens. We get to the last five minutes of the episode. Oh, and my like, gosh. Now we can um, keep talking about critical if thinking. If we want to talk about fucking sick acting and just an ability to be in a scene, there is a scene where they're all getting on to an escalator, right? Moving staircase. Johnny Legs goes first. <laughs> followed by five of his students. He steps on one step, they step on two steps below him. He turns around and does the most passionate speech ever about why you have to accept ties that they prefer, like how I know you boys don't like to tie in a game, but we need to tie. Um, Forget about losing. Don't worry about that. It's not always about winning. Sometimes you just have to meet each other. It's this beautiful, Mm. passionate speech. And as soon as the speech ends, he turns around and steps off the escalator. Oh, my God. He timed it perfectly. Timed it perfectly. I was the whole time watching that impassionate speech and just being like, "This is, he's going to trip. Like, it's gonna, yeah. he's going to get his pant leg stuck in the escalator. No, nah, it was the most perfectly timed, passionate wow. speech I've ever seen, ever. And I was like, that is all Johnny Legs. Wow. Because that's just all Johnny Legs. And I just wanted to throw that out there as like a beautiful, delicious Johnny Legs moment. I also really loved the little, where he did a little version of his live show, Latin History yes. for Morons. Yes. He did a little. The look out the window, I can't teach you this moment. Which is, is that, that bit? bit? Or where he was like, what was that bit? Okay, no, you speak. Where he was putting on wigs and telling them all about history. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, and then and then there was some really, that was beautiful. Yeah, that was It was, was like cool. a little bit, I got a little teary where they're like, how come we're not in the history books? And like, there was just some real, mm. some beautiful moments. And that's all I asked from a directorial debut. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful Is moments. Is it his directorial debut? Directorial <laughs> feature debut. Yes. He has directed a couple of um, telemovies, I Telemovies, believe. yeah. Truly. But it was his feature debut. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say it, I liked it more than Booksmart. Okay, cool. I, think I liked it more than a walk to remember. Do you remember? Is a walk to remember a directorial debut? No. I liked it more than Booksmart, less than Donnie Darko. Okay, that's a, that's good. Alex. <laughs> yes. Why did you like this movie more than... And it has to be all directorial debuts. Okay. I liked this movie more than what's Poison. It? I can't... What's Poison? Poison's a movie we watched with Kyron Wheatley. I've forgotten the director's name. Todd. Was that a short film or was that a full-length? That was length? a full-length film. Todd McKenney. A full-length feature. Yeah. Wow. Not Todd McKenney. Todd no. McKenney. Yeah. I, I liked this film more than Todd McKenney. <laughs> I did like this movie more than Todd McKenney. I mean, if that was a Honestly, comparison. Yeah. truly sad. If we're comparing my sketch show with The Queen's Gambit, why not compare this movie with... Todd McKenney. Todd McKenney. And he scores <laughs> while we're at it. <laughs> um, 
I thought it was fun. I think that like it's very, very hard to not compare it to other movies of the same genre, which is that kind of motivating children in high school. Michelle Pepperfafafa. Oh, What's the movie? God, Michelle Pepperfafa. What's you know, the it movie? Nice. It's called Dangerous Mind. It was nice for a movie of this genre to not be an outsider coming in. Truly. It created some structural problems, but I liked that. It was someone from in the I agree. School, no the white saviour in this no. movie. No, there was no, no white saviour in this movie. Which is nice. Um, and that, yeah, the financial problems, like there's a movie called Freedom Riders um, with Hilary Swank. Have you seen it? Oh, um, it's yeah. uh, it's based on a true story. Of course, I've forgotten everything about it, but it's about a, it's the uh, same plot as the Million Michelle Dollar Pfeiffer Baby. One. No, but no, Michelle Pfeiffer's one. Michelle Pfeiffer wasn't fucking loaded. Like Freedom Riders, Hilary Swank's character wears pearls and like has like oh. a little like almost Chanel esque suit, and comes in and teaches poetry to. Oh my um, god! Uh, kids from inner city schools, but a true story. Yeah. Um, and she creates these journals and they call themselves the Freedom Writers. I don't really remember, whatever. Um, I didn't really enjoy that film so much because of that element and I loved the fact that this didn't have that. I just thought that was really, really cool. Mm. Mm. There was a lot of, and there was a lot of like, there was none of it. There was none of the, this is your way out, this is your, yeah. it, was a, it was a very like, of course you're good at chess. Yeah. There was none of that weird looking down bullshit. And it wasn't true, like I'm, true, Johnny true. wasn't a savior. He was just like a, a, a helpful platform, really. It wasn't like this, like, I'm going to swoop in and change all of your lives and also go to your houses outside of school hours. There's always a lot of that in those movies. Yeah. Like, mm. there's another one called The Ron Clark Story <laughs> with Matthew Perry. It was a telly movie, I think, um, about Ron Clark. Wow. Who was an actual teacher? Am I? Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's. You, you have for any. If anyone was sitting here going, "Oh my god, I can't believe Mish doesn't know now and again the, <laughs> the one season show starring Dennis Haysbert from 2002." Yeah. If any of them were judging you, I don't know who is judging you for yeah. that. I've got them back on board now. You have back, now baby. earned your stripes with whatever the fuck you're talking. <laughs> I've never heard of this. The Ron Clark story. So no, it's a, a primary amazing. school. A primary school teacher comes from a very uh, good school, gets a new job at a school that's like uh, teaching a bunch of kids that are from working families, mm. living poverty line families, uh, but then just goes to their houses a lot and cooks them dinner and stuff. And it's very much like a white savior thing. Do you know which one of them, these <laughs> ones I love is the one the opposite where he does the opposite. Is their poet society where oh. it's the fancy school? He's I, like, chill out a little. Okay. Have, you, have you seen it's Dead Embarrassing. Poet? I've never seen it. But literally, wow. all I can think of, and this is a bit of a tangent, is that my flute teacher used to drive me to Chermside Shopping Centre so I could go buy Beanie Kids. <laughs> it's all I can think of. Oh my God, my heart. Is this like a. Is it like a Your flute teacher? A teacher, cro- like, not, you know, like. like Going uh, above school. and beyond, yeah. You said, we used to drive to Chermside. Just the so, two of you? Yep. We'd take you to buy Beanie Kids. Yeah. Where'd you get the money for the Beanie Kids? No, I've hijacked this. I've hijacked this whole thing to tell you this story. Are you but kidding I just, me? Like, what? You've listened so to this podcast. Ridiculous. You know that no, this is just a series what of hijackings. What have you hijacked? I was literally just talking Sorry. about a Matthew Perry telly movie <laughs> from the year 2003. I was like, no, because I was like, I, was, I think I was in year 11 maybe. Anyway, my flute teacher and I were friends. She was cool. Um, so was I, obviously. Um, and then, yeah, she loved Beanie Kids or something. And then she started telling me about how – 
you get rich in the future. <laughs> so my dad is like into his big money person that, you know, one of those jobs where it's like, what do you do? My boyfriend. Mafia. Um, <laughs> anyway, he, he always wanted me to be, be in business and I was like, oh, it'll never happen. But I'm thinking of starting a small business, <laughs> collecting painting kids. Wow. And he was so pleased to see me show some kind of, you know, like an, an, an ounce of financial, um, you know, thirst yeah. mm-hmm. that he was like, oh, I will match you dollar for dollar on these beanie kids. Oh, wow. And then oh. I, I, I am looking at you now and thinking about things I haven't thought about in years. I'm touching your hand. <laughs> That's okay, I'm here for you. Which is strange. <laughs> you still have the beanie kids? I still have the beanie kids, even though my mum's house got flooded in the Brisbane floods. She kept them, but last time I was there, they were out of their plastic sleeves. Stop. Have they been ruined from the flood? No, no, no. They are safe. <gasps> they were out of their plastic. Oh my god, Alex! Out of like their the plastic out of sleeves. But I bought plastic tags to put around all the tags. My my heart is beating fast because I'm I haven't thought about this in a while. You're oversharing. But I bought and I am. I like and this. it's recorded. Yeah. But this is I good. bought. I wish it wasn't so late in the podcast. I'm sorry. It's good no one's listening. Cut to dip off for around 40 yeah. minutes. No, well, as soon as I started talking about <laughs> fucking the Ron Clark story, so people. Let it out. Let okay, it out. Okay, great. Here it goes because I need this out. And I actually think Beanie Kids are the reason why I haven't got into Bitcoin because I'm like, I cannot be burnt again. But I. No, I Beanie think... Kids is what I point to whenever anyone tries to be like, you see. I'm like, like, I <gasps> often get like. Bros just like talking to me like about crypto. like crypto, uh, crypto sneakers, the property, like buying a house. Mm. They always yeah. love like being like, actually, you don't understand. Actually, actually, and I always go, can't beanie kids, and they have so got nothing. Sad. You throw a beanie, you throw <laughs> that at them, they're like, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> So wait, are You're talking not... about my safety net here. Wait, exactly. Are they worth You're talking anything? about my way into the property market and no, they are not. But I bought a cuddly kid, a limited edition cuddly kid in the box. I have actually a few cuddly kids, but this one. awesome. How many do you have? Not enough to be cool weird about it. I'm enough to get like your toes Over in and 10. you went too far. Over 10 for sure. Over 50? I don't think so. So somewhere between say 25 and 50? Over, I'm going to Brisbane tw- in November. I'll count them 30, for you. Over 30? I reckon. Somewhere <gasps> between 30 and 50. Yeah, but I also bought cuddly kids, which are bigger beanie kids. Mm. And one was an anniversary beanie kid, which was really special edition in a golden box with a wow. plastic tag on it and everything. But then when I went back to Brisbane, they, the box inside the box has gotten moldy. Oh. And it came with a certificate and everything. Anyway, I spent over $150 on it on eBay. When I was in year 11, that was a very big deal. Wow. Oh my god! And my teacher used to drive me to Germsline Shopping Centre, now a Westfield. I don't know if that has anything to do with Murdoch, but it feels like it does. Anyway, <laughs> if you're listening, and we know you are, Murdoch um, loves this boat. Him and Jerry Hall sit down and listen. That's it, Jerry Hall, my man, Jerry Hall. Hi guys, coming for you with my beanie kid riches. Um, <laughs> anyway, and yeah, she drove me there, and we would go and get beanie kids from. Um, What's it called? It's What's like a new? card shop What's or new? something. Cardiology. 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 Yeah. This I is such a, a girl, weird part of my oh life. I have not thought about. I knew a girl like when I was. There's a show in that. Oh, I don't want to make it. <laughs> Put it on the, you can make the backdrop the, all the beanie kids. I don't want to make that show. I don't want to see that show. I do. I'm live in that's, that show. That's your net. <laughs> yeah. That's your fucking oh That's your net. <laughs> You're not ready yet, but one day you'll be ready I'm to not. tell your Beanie Baby story. I'm not ready for the Beanie Baby story. That it's, is the most incredible 
thing. Oh, it's so stupid. Oh, my God. But one day they might be. Hold on to them. No, and every time I go back to Brisbane, my mum says, Alex, get rid of these things in the house. I'm like, don't touch them. This is when everyone's giving up. What are they kept in? Do you keep them in like... Well, like a big I tub? thought they were in plastic sleeves in a tub and I thought I'd made a Word document cataloging them all for how much I paid for them. And then when I went back to Brisbane, I was like, the fuck is this, mum? And I said it just like that. Mm. <laughs> the fuck is this? Do, have they gone up in any kind of value or are they worth less? Or I actually they... have no idea. Because that would be worth... Because I, I mean, I... Because I, I, I want to collect Doc Martens. That's the thing I want to collect, right? And there's You've one... already got a delicious little collection. I've got six. six. I've got they, six. Are they a value rising situation? Well, I don't know nor really care because I like to wear them on my feet. Yes. Um, and that is the value they have for me. Yeah. But there is one pair that I missed out on getting like because I was young and an artist. I didn't have the money then. Mm. And they've doubled in value. But I don't have them and mm. I want them. And mm. I'm like, do I spend Yeah, do it now. Seven, eight hundred dollars on a pair of boots that Oh yeah. Yeah, do Do you that. wanna wear them? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you wear them? Do they lose value if you wear them? I yeah. don't know. I, they do, yes. I'm sure they do. And I don't I wanna wear the boots. <laughs> I just wanna have them. No. Okay. You know, I'm them. not too interested in The reason I would say get them to you is because I know you would wear them. Like and I think that you would get immense joy from them. You, when you get, but, new, uh, that's a lot of. Money you're a happy boy when you get new boots. But that's a lot. I don't think I've ever seen you happier in your life, and I have known you now for over a decade. Mm. Decade? That's ten years. Over a decade. Yeah. yeah. How long have I known you? Twelve years. Okay. One, you can't put a price on happiness. Two, I've just looked up this cuddly kid, which I definitely bought for like sixty bucks, and it's here on eBay for fourteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ruined. (laughs) You know what? I swear to God, thank God no one listens to this podcast. This is your show, right? This is, listen to me, this is your next show. I'm literally getting workshopped by the best of the biz, so I'm going to listen to this. (laughs) Tom, please don't edit this out. I'm going to need to refer back to it next year. This is your next show. It's about the Beanie Babies. And the end of the show, you imply that. It is now worth something, and that's the fact you pull out. Yeah. You do a whole show, and you go, and you know what? Everyone doubted me, yeah. but I just looked it up, and you say, "This is a fucking that, that right there is the end of your show." Would that not be an amazing ending that, to a I'm, show? I'm angry that my flute teacher didn't buy me all these Beanie Babies because this good, show is so that's funny. That's such Alex. a good show. What if the show turns into an unhinged auction where it's like great? The then you make your money. Are... <laughs> You've got a $60, you talk about this, you just keep talking about this $60, $60. thing yeah. and you go, and you know what? I looked up the price <laughs> and you can now sell Stop. it for $14. <laughs> snowy. It's Snowy the White Tiger. Is it? Amazing. Oh my God. 2007. Oh, Capricorn, just like me. Oh my God, shut up, Alex. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't know they had star signs. Oh my God. No, that you can so do something funny. with okay, this, Alex. Well, this looks is so like funny. we're workshopping yeah, the no, new show. Yeah, no, fuck crypto. Fuck crypto, bros. They're just beanie, mm. beanie, beanie babies. They're lost. Mm. Yeah, beanie, beanie kids. They're beanie kids. That's all crypto bros that's are. That's amazing. And they're like, oh, it's about the value that's in first. Don't. Like, same with beanie babies. I can't the best thing. 
that ever happened to me was getting into a relationship in 2020 because I know for a fact mm. that if I was not in a relationship right now, those are the kind of cunts I'd be dating. Yeah. I know it. Mm. I know that those ones like me. But <laughs> and I don't want, I hate Because you're high value, baby. Because I'm high and value. I love that high value. That's Boo. right. No, but those weird crypto guys with like kind of half beards. 2022's, like 2022's crypto <laughs> bro, 2022's crypto bro is um, 20, 2018's chef. Chef. Yeah. <laughs> chef. I, I fucked a lot of chefs in 2018. True. Yeah. 2018 was the year of the chef. Uh, um, but if I was also the year of the film chef. Yeah, but if I was I single, 2022 would definitely be the year of the crypto bro. I, I took an interest in economics, right? Purely so I could just like tell those people to <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> like I know more about economics than I need to mm. just because And you would never bu- and you wouldn't buy crypto? I would wouldn't touch. And I don't know a lot about economics. I just know enough mm. for when one of those people are like actually um the reason uh that I'm a centrist is because of economics and actually uh, crypto is the, uh, and I go now up. I can say now I can say I used to be like hey, why why don't we just like give money to the poor now I say <laughs> and they go well actually now I say I know and I still think it's dumb I put effort into understanding it so I could be like oh I get it yeah yeah it's dumb and if you want to know why I think it's dumb Go and see Alex Hines' 2023 <laughs> comedy festival Finicky. show. You want to see your darkest timeline, mate? Go see this show. <laughs> do we She's have it. Do we have any final thoughts on critical thinking? Mm. Mm. Um, mm. I didn't feel like I said anything about it. Uh, you know it's what? okay. At the end of the movie when they showed the real people, yeah. I yeah. gasped. Yeah. I love that. I love, I love that. it. And then I was, I was like, like, give I me a little like, blurb. I want a little Same. blurb. Nothing, Where are they now? Nothing mm. is more delicious to me than movies that are based on real events and they give you Same. real footage or little like this person, this is everything that they achieved and now they're dead. The impossible. Like, oh, Stop. Yeah. I also oh. am a huge fan of an actor next to the real person moment. Love it. Um, final thoughts. Uh, I thought there was some just beautiful moments. There was some beautiful, beautiful moments. I loved the teacher that, you know, the principal being a bit of a bitch. Mm. And then she had, there was one moment where she goes to him where, where he was like, fuck you. Why won't you give me the money? And, and he was like, she was like, are you going to figure it out? And she was like, I'll give you chocolates. He's like, what am I going to do with chocolates? She's like, are you going to figure it out? And he's like, yes, but not because of you or something. And then she was like. Do you, so you still care? And he's like, yes. And she's like, good, because once that fire goes out, you can never light it again. And that was just this beautiful Very moment. grim way to live, though. But, like, mm. that's – I thought it had moments, which is rare in something like this, was, like, just showing up mm. for kids like that, just mm. showing yeah. up in a world like that. That's – that. it's not often shown as the true heroics of something like mm. that, but it's like – you know, we always like judge the principles in shows like yeah. this, but it's like, fuck that principle's there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's a little bit shit, but she's there. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it had, it, he showed the humanity in people that don't normally get that. And totally. I loved that about it. Totally agree. Um, I want to make a quick comment on the scene where they obviously get a bit high on chocolate. Oh, I loved that. And yeah. it's shot, to me, that's a little ode to Johnny Legg's 90s comedy stuff. I just, mm. it felt very 
Johnny Legs comedy. It felt kind of like it had elements of the pest in terms of mm. how it was shot. Basically, these students are meant to raff, uh, meant to sell chocolate bars to raise money for the to get to nationals, um, but they eat all of it. They've got chocolate all over their face and they're all acting like they're really high and the camera's free-flowing and it's like all done in one shot. And I just really liked that moment because it felt very legs. Legs also, comedy. I also, they say. made they were making um, pot cookies with that. Yeah. And I... I don't, I don't, I don't do the weed anymore, but I saw that and I could taste pot cookies. I haven't had a Mm, pot cookie in 10 years and I could taste that grassy. There's nothing more disgusting than a pot cookie. (laughs) Okay. It's a weird, it's like putting oregano in a chocolate cookie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Smith and Deli, I'm a big fan. Shout out to Smith and Deli. They do a chocolate chip and rosemary cookie, and I just think it's odd. And I I love everything they do, but that cookie is odd. Is Sorry. it sea salt? Chocolate sea salt, sea chocolate, salt. sea salt, it's and great. rosemary. But I'm more on board with rosemary than oregano. And, and weed, if anything, it tastes like off, like a, like a wheat, like a pungent oregano. Mm. And it's like, imagine a cookie where they're like, and 20% of its ingredient is going to be a pungent oregano. Straight up with weed, you need a heavy chocolate black base, though, I feel. Like, you need like a heavy, dark chocolate base mm. when in a country that it's legal to eat them. I See, this is my problem. I'm talking about tw- like... I, I'm not doing 30, like people in their 30s pot brownies, yeah. pot cookies. I'm sure they're wonderful. Yeah, you're doing like 17 year olds. I'm just doing 17 year olds. <laughs> Where with they like, just lump yeah. it in. Yeah, like, Betty Crocker. Magic mix. mix. Yeah. Because I was always like, can't we make like little um, pot muffin pizzas or like little yeah. pot lasagnas? Yeah. Like Most surely savory. there's something where this works better. And then I, I gave up the weed before I would know. <laughs> yeah, why does why does why, why, why pot do cookies? No one why hold on. <laughs> why isn't anyone going savory? No, why not a pot parmesan crisp? <laughs> Truly. <laughs> I mean you could. No, they do um they do uh high teas now. There's a big big high tea thing in LA where you can get little sandwiches, little cakes, and they're all with weed in them and you go to a high tea. And they use the like fucking cute is that? Yeah. And they use the oil over there, don't they? Yeah, things have changed since country seventeen year old countries. I went and watched the Hulk. Yeah. (laughs) The incredible Hulk. Green out Edward Norton. I still remember to this day when Edward Norton first becomes the Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. Mm. I had two friends sitting in front of me and I was like, I wonder if this is going to kick in for them yet. And um, Edward Norton became the Incredible Hulk Mm. and then they just turned around like, (laughs) what? (laughs) (laughs) Just like the look on their face of absolute wonder and amazement (laughs) that Edward Norton had become a large green man. (laughs) I was like, yeah. That's so funny. what? Oh my god, no. that's really funny. I want to share stories, but I don't feel like this is the platform. But we'll talk like that. <laughs> I'm not allowed. Um, Good times. I think it's Leguistamo time. Mm-hmm. Are we all on board? For, you know what a yes. Leguistamo is? With, with the rating? Yeah, yeah but how Leguistamo we? So it's not what you think of this film. No. So say you thought this film was a, a five out of five film. But is that is how John Leguistamo it is? I'm I'm happy to go first. Yeah, go. I'm gonna give it a four. Fuck. Is that what you're gonna do too? No. Okay. I'm going to give it a four. Um, My reasoning is um, I think it's so fucking cool that this was his directorial feature film debut Um, in terms of directing. Amazing. Um, I think he's acting in it. Amazing. Um, It's full dad Guizamo. There ain't no daddy in this. I would say this is dad Guizamo era 
For sure. Um, Put a little product in that hair, you could get some daddy. Yeah, no, 100, no, you could. Um, you could, you totally could. <laughs> it's a choice. Um, All I'm saying is he's choosing dad. For and Zama like I said, the, the weed cookie chocolate high scene, so like a little ode to Johnny Legg's comedy. I loved that. I didn't like his, like, he had really massive ties. Right? Mm. They were really fat. It was the 90s, Mish. It's yeah. a period film. No, that wasn't it. It wasn't it. It was they were poorly tied and okay. they weren't correctly done up. Often enough for me to be really thrown out of the scene. Um, and so it loses a leg. It loses a leguistamo for me because... Because of his fat ties. Because of his fat ties. Even though it was set in the 90s. Um, yes. Okay. Um, I just, I, I want to give it a five because it's Johnny yeah. Legs' bit, but there's something. Despite the direction being great, despite him being in it, and I love him so much, I just felt like that it was just missing a little bit of of Johnny Legs. A little bit of mm. oddly Johnny enough. Legs. Yeah. So it gets to a four Leguistamos for me. Reminder that is not the rating of the actual film itself, but how Leguizami Zemlinami I feel it was. For me, uh, firstly, I just want to shout out um, the three casting associates of this film. Erin <laughs> 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 Fragetta, Laurie Wyman and Lieber Zakharov. Um, oh, I fucked it. <laughs> I saw her name. So what Who? What did she do? Well, they're I all. I think cast- she was probably just in it as reporter too. They're all casting associates. I will actually like put my, I'm not going to put myself completely out there. It could be like a situation where she is credited as the casting director. I swear I saw that. I swear I saw that. So it might be in the I'm probably wrong. There's no casting director in the IMDb. So maybe there's some weird casting director. Mm. But, you know, I thought it was a funny little bitch move of me to do that. And I'm a little bitch. (laughs) I'm a little bitch. (laughs) You know know how I'm a little bitch. Yeah, you are a little bitch. I had to go be a little bitch. Um... (laughs) I give this five leg with Stamos because, uh, wow. like, he's in it. Um, um, he directed it. Okay. He clearly was involved in rewrites where he got, like, little – he got, like, like his one-man show stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And I got a little teary-eyed a couple of times. Okay. Um, I thought it was really beautiful, some scenes. I feel what you're saying, but I'm sticking with my score. That's no, fine. I know that I denies itself full leg was Amarama, but no, I respect mm. it. And and this is a this is a legrocracy. Yes, that's right, legrocracy. You know, and and mm. I gotta respect the leg results. That's right. And I respect you, Mish. Thank thank you. And you're <laughs> thank you, Guzamo. Thank Guamo. Thank Guamo. <laughs> Alex, Alex, what, what's your leg was Stamo? <laughs> I think. Look. Uh-huh. An important story, a great story uh-huh. to be told, told quite well, yeah. I'd say. Uh-huh. Would be difficult to direct and star in your own feature uh, film. Would be difficult. I, I, yeah, I think about that a lot. And so to much. bring, you know, the pressure of bringing you know, justice to a tr- true story, to doing justice. I mean, you know what I'm trying to say with mm-hmm. that line. I think <clears throat> great tension. Nice, like, world building. You just believe the relationships. Mm-hmm. Was the world building Leguizamo-y, though? Yeah. That's really well, the question. See, like, did, was the, the world that was built? Yeah, because here's how I know him. The Pest, which I kind of remember, but not really. Um, but just remember it being, like, crazy. Moulin Rouge yeah. mm. and Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. So Stephen. my version of him is, like, 
And I know everyone who's listening to this must just be like, imposter. No, what, not at all. Di- no, that was anyone really, who's still listening to this is a cooked started. cunt. Yeah. Anyone, yeah. Who's, okay, anyone who's an hour and 12 minutes into this is a cooked cunt. Amazing. Yeah. So they're fine. Okay, great. Or maybe they're going for a long drive. Mm. They're either a cooked Wake cunt. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake <laughs> up. <laughs> if you are going for a long drive right now at this point, can you just Wake slip up right now. Wake up and then pull over. Slip into our DMs and just say, go on for a long drive. Thank you. Yeah. 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 And, and honestly, you've saved my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so my, my experience of him in terms of like who he is, is like character actor, mm-hmm. very like quite camp roles, mm-hmm. very elevated, mm-hmm. high intensity. Mm. Which we love. Which is a huge gear shift why we to did this, this podcast. Yes. yes. You know, but yeah. then I'm also like, he is also an incredibly passionate... Latina X is that the term now? Um, it really depends. Yeah. He he uses Latin X, but yeah. then I know a lot. It, it, it's fine. Okay, well that, and it, you know, and his I've seen. I haven't watched his full one man shows, mm-hmm. but I've seen like there's like cool, and I'm like, okay, I think it's a nice gonna, blend. We're gonna get you on to what's the one we did with Spike Lee? I always forget it's Freak. Name. Freak. It's so good. You, okay. you gotta buy it. Get I've buy watch it. Freak. You rent it on YouTube, and I you will do buy one it. person shows. Yes. Watch Freak. It is phenomenal. Is this Fucking the one where he goes superb. to prison? No. No. Different. no. Freak is a one-man show that he did uh, like on Broadway. Mm. I feel like it was on but Broadway. But he didn't he take it to a Broadway. prison? What's the one where he took it to oh, a that's, prison? That's this, that was this year. That was recent. We'll watch that at some point. Oh, my boyfriend was just telling me about the one where he, did, he does a he one-man show, show, show and then he went prison. into, oh. I was going to say Waco, but maybe not. That's in Australia. Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> And uh, then he went to Pentridge Prison. Yeah. <laughs> he just did it at the, uh, the new dumpling place there. <laughs> have you ever been to Pentridge? Oh, fuck, that's so yeah, on topic. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny, that place. Anyway, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it is so They always funny, talk actually. about bush rangers. They're always like, ah, ye oldie bush rangers. It's like, you know what? There's like all these like decals. Mm-hmm. It's this this prison that's been converted into a like a shopping centre in in, in, in Melbourne, yeah. in Coburg, and 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 they've got all these things up and what like they're like, oh, ye olde bush rangers were held here. It's like no one's mentioning that this is also where Chopper chopped off his ears. <laughs> yeah, like. Well, oh, you enjoy no. your dumplings. Just know that it was on this very site in 1994 that Mark Chopper Reed <laughs> chopped off his ears. <laughs> he chopped them off because the prison guards wouldn't give him his lunch it or something so, like that. It is so strange. <laughs> that is strange because mm. and great marketing because I always thought, oh, ye olde prison. I didn't think it was Mark Choppy Chop. They're 97. Time. They they closed. Great so they were, they were, that was a proper prison until 1997. Wow. And prisons. Yeah. And we have come back to them and they do fascinate me. Uh, anyway. Let me just say, anyway, I think, yeah. I think if I take into consideration and the work, I don't know. I'm like, it feels like something with heart for him. I, I would, I would give it a four. Cool. Great. Four. That's solid. Yeah. Um, before we wrap this up, I do want to do a very quick shout out to all of our listeners that jumped into our DMs in the last fortnight. I think genuinely maybe close to 100 we got of people telling us what their jobs are um, that aren't engineers because we asked for people to let us know if they weren't engineers. 
And we've got. Feel free to do it in the comments though, because that's yeah, like then better we can all for see us. It, yeah, that's better mm. for us in terms of like yeah, how we social operate. media and stuff. Um, like you call it out for DMs a lot. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe reviews of the podcast. I enjoy comments. reading your DMs, but we have a really amazing array of different. It's not just engineers. For a while there, we thought only engineers listened to us, but it's not. No. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who has done that. Alex, you've got yes. some things that you can plug. This is coming out next week. So pretty Shut sure. up. Yeah. What's yes. crazy though is the people listening to it, they'd be like, well, it's not next week. They'd be like, shit, this is coming out next week. Yeah, no, no. And I'm listening to it now. Fucking podcasts are nuts. Um, plug your shows because I'm so fucking excited. Oh, Mish. Um, so am I. I'm so two excited. Weeks. It's coming out in two weeks. This podcast is coming out in two weeks. It is. Yeah, two okay. weeks. Not next week. Are we? Time travel. So if you're listening, <laughs> By a week? if you're listening, we're recording this two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but to okay. you, yeah. it's coming out in two so weeks. So this will be released maybe in the middle of my season. Start When's your off. season. I think it's the so sixth of October. So one starts on Thursday next week. Oh, so once, okay, maybe so, it is next week. So one, well, yeah. one is starting on the okay. So one of my shows is starting on the sixth of October, but this is happening in real time. I can just travel in time back a week, like we. Yes. So either it came out last week. <laughs> we, this should come out next week. It then. is coming out next week. Okay, next I'll week. Just, I was just gonna like because we're doing one to promote our uh, thing. Yeah. Oh, and so honestly, who do you want to promote more, you or us? <laughs> who? It's a fucking fight. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. The question is, I guess, you know, (laughs) diminishing returns with me. I'm going to call a spade a spade. Here I I go. This is coming out next week. Yes. Well, the six. Okay. But, but it doesn't. Okay. Hold on. It doesn't have to. Because one of my shows starts on the 6th of October, but it finishes on the 23rd. And then my other show. So that's to Chappelle and back. That's the award winner, baby. That's the the award winner, baby. fucking phenomenal. It's Anyway, and everyone should know, Chappelle Corby and I, it's a whole thing. And, yeah, we're tied together by a doppelganger. She made a clock for me. It's all true. And, anyway, if you want to come see the show. You do look a lot like Chappelle Corby. Thank you. That is a compliment. (laughs) Actually, like, I I don't... Do you remember when that model did the coke? Cocaine Cassie? Do you, do you talk about it in your show? No, I only talk she about did the t- coke, Chappelle and then she, she was like really just like quiet, quiet mm. about it. Didn't make a big mm. deal. Got out, went home. Yeah, is this the one? Someone? No, that was. I think it was ecstasy. I can't remember. I just remember someone talking to me about cocaine, Cassie, and I was like, "What a name!" Yeah, I didn't but remember that. Like Imagine going. That's your legacy. It's being cocaine, Cassie. I think that's fantastic. That sounds like a drag name. Yeah, it does. It really does. But like a like a like a club kid kind of drag name. It doesn't age well. (laughs) And your Um, your other show's Juniper. Oh yeah, so Juniper Rising, which is um, Juniper Wild. um, It's on on the 11th of October. It starts on the 11th. But both shows, like I'm doing them for the full season. So To Chappelle and Back finishes on the 23rd of October. And Juniper Rising finishes on the 22nd of October. And they're both really fucked up shows. A lot of... It's so funny, honestly. possession. We don't get on guests we don't think are funny. Honest to God. Um, Period. If, if, you, <laughs> Full if you're in Melbourne <laughs> and you're going to Fringe <laughs> Festival shows, go to Alex's shows. It is some of the funniest, <laughs> like most cooked but so... Like sharp, it's so it's so clever and it's so good and you definitely have to go. Yeah, she's been single white femaleing yeah. Alex for a long time. I'm she's been like it. she's been like, I'm gonna get Alex on the show. Yeah, it's true. It's so funny because I feel the same about 
about Mish. I'm like, what happens? See? No, but what happens? It's not weird if it's if it's both ways. Yeah, if it's mutual, I'm like, what happens if the single white female also wants the single white female, the other single white female? I'm like, what Maybe happens? we cancel each other out. Yeah. And now we and then, then we're just friends. Yeah, then we're just mates. Cut to us wearing each other's skins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank we you should so promote our thing then, just in case. Oh, yeah, yeah, we should do that. Is that all right if we promote our thing? I would prefer you don't, but... You know. <laughs> okay. No, do it, because Murdoch's are listening. Hit Murdoch's it hard. listening. We're screening Spice World. Oh, oh true. In yeah. a week or tomorrow? Oh my in a God. week. No, it's on the 14th of October. And when's this coming out? I'd like to also state that this is how important doing Spice World is to me, right? I am so obsessed with hosting Spice World at Lido Cinema on the 14th of October. That is my best friend's birthday and I'm missing her birthday to do <gasps> oh, it. No, snap. I don't even care. My birthday's in January. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry. Whoops. Single white female. <laughs> um, but no, everyone come along. It's at Lido Cinema on the 14th of October at 8 30 or 8.45. Um, we're watching Spice World. Zach and I are going to host Love it beforehand as part of the Funtime Film Club with Zach, but this time Mish is joining in. No, it's full Funtime Film Club with Mish and Zach for the next two months. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. It's going to go off. It really I think is this gonna is going to be a big one, this mm. one. I think it's going to book book your, your tickets. Dress up. If we're going to... <gasps> Apparently. Yeah. Dress up as your favourite Spice Girls. Yes. We haven't decided. I want to dress up as all the Spice Girls, all the aliens from the middle that have heard yeah. the Spice Girls. I want to dress up as Alan Cummings or Meatloaf. Yeah, there's definitely. Mm. Or the bus. Or the, the bus. bus. Um, or the queen. Tom. Halloween. Uh, oh, I miss her. <laughs> I miss her so much. Oh, my oh. God. Every time I have a cup of tea, I cry. Oh. Um, Tom, can you please take us? Can you do me a favour, Tom, and just... I don't know, five to ten chess terms. Can you just read those out to close up the podcast? That's good. That's a good non-copyrighted. We're not that's, doing any more copyrighted music. Th- that's right. I got a message from Tom about Tom it. Tom us off. <laughs> we used to close out with copyrighted music, but oh. apparently the podcast bots are getting um, But as a, as a quick um, uh, shout out to the Queen, can you do them in a British accent, Tom? Tom, thank you. Well, thank so you so much. I make my mood. <laughs> why don't we just take That's... it? Rather than make Tom do that, no, but... why don't we just close out with it? No, because everyone loves the Tom at the end. Okay. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Alex. Thank you thank so much. Thank you for having me. To everyone who has listened, and as always, we love you, Johnny Lex. <laughs> as always, this has been a Johnny Legger time. <laughs> Stalemate. Blitz chess. Fork, sacrifice, discovered attack, 50 move rule, bad bishop, backward pawn, capture in chess, double attack, double check, illegal move. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.